Uh, this so, is where you guys do the cold open. I typically doesn't get any colder than this, Alan. I mean, we are we are at <laughs> nuclear winter. I can't even see you, so there's that. Yeah, Scott, yeah. Scott's got his video turned off. Yeah, I put a shirt on for you guys. I don't typically wear a shirt around the house, so there's that. I put a clean shirt on. So yeah. Uh, I put a dirty shirt on because I'm in beach <laughs> mode this week. So, okay, that's what you get. Okay, already doing better than with Adam. So, good start. Hello and. Welcome to episode 657 of the Two Hosers Photo Show. My name is Alan in Tübingen, Germany. And with me once again, not here for the month of August, is Adam. But we have four, one, two, three, four. Yep, four honorary hosers. Uh, are you guys in the same order on the screen as I see you? So let's go around top left. Who's top left? That would be me on my view. Okay, not on mine. Okay, well, that's you're listening to. Now, do we go with actual names? Do we go with online names? That's up to you guys. Uh, I guess we'll start with me. I am Joe, known as JC Russo on Instagram, and I am uh, broadcasting this week from Ocean City, Maryland. That's got to be close to you, Roger, isn't it? It is. I'm down in Northern Virginia in a small town nobody's heard of, west of Manassas, and... Uh, my Instagram is the same as my name, Roger Dalman. Okay. And who's next? Uh, Scott, we don't see you, so you go next. Okay. Um, Scott Barowi. IG handles the same. And Alan, you get my name right all the time, except for all those other times. But, you know, congratulations. Which times? Be here. Scott, well, Scott's really hard to say. It is. <laughs> I, I thought there was some German translation that was going on there. Uh, I don't know that we have a Scott in German of Deutsch because I mean, all the rest of them, Roger, I don't know what that, that would be either. I haven't heard one either. I don't know if there is a transferable one. So you're uh, saying I haven't even gotten off the plane yet for the Biotrek tour and I'm already causing problems. Uh, no. well, I know I already have a Scott here, a guy in my ball team, the other old guys named Scott who might be listening to this episode actually on his vacation. So, um, from i'm gonna say chicago so there you go and and okay last but not least certainly goes by the donkey lasher online yeah so mark i'm in blackpool in just about sunny england okay thank thank god because your accent really gives it away <laughs> but no dance and in this house okay uh, but I'm a big fan of the original office. So this is like normal speech to me. I can pick yeah, it up. Okay. Good. Have you all seen the original, the, the first office? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Highly recommended. If not, my favorite Christmas, Christmas movie is the special. So, so what we're doing here today is, uh, because Adam is, is, is unavailable. Um, as I've mentioned before, he's available for a very small window. Me as well. He's typically not available for this window. But somehow all four of you are, so go figure. So very gracious offer from some honorary hosers to step in and uh, help us go through the the uh, challenges this month. 
which are pretty much you guys actually and a couple more uh so but before we get into that i always have to mention patreon if uh, you go to our we- our website twohosers.com find the patreon link and click on that and pledge a couple of uh, bucks which i think all of you have um i'm not going to go through and name names but we appreciate everybody and uh it's what keeps the uh the website and all the all the all the ancillary costs uh covered so we appreciate it very much so what's going on who wants to start what's going on in your neck of the woods we don't care about vancouver today he's not there let's start in almost sunny england yeah all good here uh weather's been depressingly wet for this time of year um but other than that taking advantage of the sunshine and actually using my camera um through those brief periods for a change rather than staring at it longingly thinking i probably should use it (laughs) (laughs) that that sounds uh, achingly familiar um despite what you guys have heard in in north america on the news uh we are not gripped in a heat wave here i think it was 18 degrees today and raining so that's in germany too so i've seen on the maps i've seen all the reports i get messages from friends back home asking if we're okay and uh we're okay so mm-hmm. there's that yeah. all right so what's going on in on the on the east well you're all the other three of you are on the east coast right all of us yeah that's correct okay so what's going on in the east coast uh, I think our our heat wave up in Rhode Island has subsided. Um, it was hot for two weeks, as it tends to do during the summer. Now it's back in the 60s and 70s, and we're just enjoying life, and the windows are open again. So that's always nice. 60s and 70s. Oh, right. So you're that's, that's yeah. the decade you're using the temperature from. That's right. Yes. Okay. That sounds about right. Yeah. Go with, go with the metric, guys. It's actually better. <laughs> you know, it's funny. It's almost every country in the world that's going metric, and we did, and we passed a law that said we were going to go metric, and then we all said, "Nah, we ain't going to do it." Yeah, I, I get it for height. Height, I, I don't know. I'm 175 centimeters, maybe. I don't know. I, don't I was going to say inches. You're a giant. <laughs> I am a giant. Yeah, yeah. I think it's probably that. I don't even really know what like five nine is. It's like a translation, but. Uh, but this and then where it comes in great, uh, Joe is is. Do you know how thick three quarter inch plywood is? It's like exactly uh, thirty. Yeah, I have no idea. I, yeah, it's on the tip of my tongue, but I want to yeah. say thirty five millimeters, but I know that's not right. Oh no, no, I meant just in in inches. How like how thick in inches is three quarter inch plywood? Oh, just shy of an inch, about a quarter inch shy. Uh, no, no, it's not three quarters of an inch at all. It's, it's, I think they're like five eighths ish, something like that. Uh, but 18 mil plywood is 18 mils. All right. End of the, end of the, the boring stuff. Um, did anybody shoot anything interesting? We're not going to do the exact copy of the show this week, but did anybody shoot anything interesting besides the photo challenge? No, I got no. some hundreds of my dog because she remains very still for extended periods, so she's an easy target. But other than that, no. Okay. I actually did pull my camera out for the first time this week. Uh, this morning, there were some cool clouds over the ocean, so took them. Overall, they're out of the camera. They'll be boring pictures, but I have I have some thoughts to uh, edit them and, and manipulate them to make them into to something. So, are you on vacation right now? I am. Okay. Big, big extended family vacation. 
oh, that doesn't sound like a vacation at all. That's why I'm here. Right. I got you. <laughs> so I'm, I'm expecting magic hour tonight. Then there's going to be something. If you're at the beach, you said you're at the beach, right? Yep. At the beach. Just in time for the heat wave to go away. Oh yeah, exactly. And now it'll be shark week or something. I'm sure there'll be something to scare you. Don't worry about it. Uh, but there's got to be some, some magic hour, some, some sunset tonight. Yes. Uh, you know, from our, from the condo we're in, we've got good views over the bay with the sunsets. And there's been some some really good color, some good clouds. So hopefully that'll happen again tonight and I'll be able to grab my camera. But we're and, hosting happy hour for the family, so I don't know if that'll happen. Okay. So you will shoot. So I should, should have had this tomorrow. You will, will shoot something interesting. Uh, for me, uh, I shot a uh, – um, uh, uh, we have a – the softball girls have a game – they're ladies, but they still call themselves the softball girls. Go figure. Uh, they have a game on Sunday, home game. So I shot another Spieltag auf Deutsch uh, cover. So I thought I'd share that with you and see if anybody recognizes the movie. I'll be surprised if you do. Wasn't it like Airbud or not Airbud, but one of those Disney movies where the dogs out there in the in, in out playing? Okay, no, but. <laughs> not terrible. Not, it's not the Sandlot, isn't it? It is the Sandlot. I, I knew it, re- it would resonate with somebody. Not my idea. I, this, this kind of this was this movie came out right at the wrong time for me. I was just done watching kids' movies, probably, and but my but my kids have seen it, and so and all the the girls on the team loved it, and uh, so they wanted to recreate that. So I, I I didn't find it to be my best, most creative work, but it is kind of faithful to the uh, original poster. Um, interestingly enough, though, the movie you're thinking of, Roger, Airbud, they filmed that in my the, the town I went to to film school in Victoria, British Columbia. And uh, right, like, right when I was in film school, so everyone from my class went and actually worked on that movie. Huh, I didn't know. I've been to Victoria. I didn't know it was filmed there. They do. They film. They film a lot of stuff. It was uh, what was the? There was a guy in it, the Scotty from. Uh, was it that movie or a different movie? I think it was Scotty from the uh, the Star Trek show was in that. Huh. There's a huge story behind that, and it's just going to get worse. So. Uh, anyway, so that's recorded. Uh, that was the this week's Spieltag. Other I than like, that, I like the cover. It's fantastic. Well, thank you. Uh, mm-hmm. Pretty pretty basic. I had to replace the sky, unfortunately, because as I said, we didn't we don't really have summer here right now. It was terrible weather. The only window we could shoot it in yesterday with the with the ladies uh, was just before their practice, and so it was awful, awful sky. So that's a uh, that's a sky replacement. Uh, is it or is it a mask? I forget now. I did multiple versions, so I think it's just a mask. And I I, I kept the sky, but messed around with it. And then had to uh, 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 resize the dog. The dog is much smaller than that in real life. So that's a, a composite with a fake shadow added. But all in all, not not my favorite uh, creative one. I liked last week's better. The, the girl from last week is on the right. You can see her. Um, pretty flat, boring lighting. But the key here was just get an umbrella up over the camera and get everyone's faces evenly lit so there you go 
that was it for for did I shoot anything interesting? I'd probably I probably shot more stuff. I forget what it was. Uh, but there's that. So let's get into the challenges. That's what we're here for. Get right into uh, this month's challenges. There's not that many this month. How many do we have? Like six, I think. Um, is that a function of summer holidays or is Adam really boring? Let's go with summer holidays. Could be because I took ages to reply and give you a topic. I think we were a little bit late getting to you, actually. Yeah. Uh that that's on us. Like I said, it's been hectic here. So there's that Multi many functions. I blame Adam, but but secretly I, I'll internalize and and say that uh, it, it's probably my fault. But uh, we're let, let's start with Adams. Everyone has Adams there. Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay. Does anyone recognize what this picture is? This is not his. This is not his hobby. He did tell me what this was. Making bracelets with beads names on it. Yeah. Which is hilarious to me because in the 70s, I actually made love beads and sold them. <laughs> okay. They need to see some photos. What, over here in Europe? No, no, I, was, I wasn't in Europe then. I was in, uh, I don't know, so where was I? I was probably in Virginia still. Um, I lived in Virginia several times before we moved back here when I retired from the Army. Okay. So does any, anybody recognize, well, first of all, this is his daughter um, and her, it's her new hobby. Does anyone recognize what this could be? Well, I'm sure Adam's daughter wouldn't do this, but it looks like a fantastic way to cheat on an exam. That's not bad. I think, I think the kids do it electronically now anyways. It's so analog, they wouldn't even see it coming. That's a good point. That's a good point. But however, so I would not have known what this what this is. Um, but he did tell me, and apparently it's a big thing right now. This is a Taylor Swift something. Oh, I would never know that. <laughs> I can't imagine That's... you would. I think I think even my 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 daughter might know who she is. My daughter's twelve, so she might know who Taylor Swift is, but uh, probably not. So. Uh, evidently Taylor Swift makes the, it's a friendship bracelet something. And so this is her new, her new hobby is making Taylor Swift. So that's not Adam's arm. Uh, no, no, it's about the same size though. Uh, <laughs> and he does same color nail polish. <laughs> yeah. He goes with like the lighter blue typically. Uh, so no, he's the good news is he's not even going to listen to this. So we can you can go ahead and rip him all you want, um, <laughs> nor will he care. But uh, so this is his photo. If anyone, if we're done with this one, we can move on. Let's go to the eighty-eight. I prefer to get ours out of the way. That's that's the idea. So I I had thought so. This is mine. I I had thought today about. Uh, uh, leading up to today, what 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 should be my hobby? Uh, a photo, and I was going to incorporate a whole bunch of them, but that seemed like a lot of effort uh, with the swimming and woodwork or or whatever it is. And uh, ultimately, is like the the big one is obviously is is baseball because I share it with my son, and uh, and he also wears number eight, like his dad. And so uh, this was this was that. That's what we came up with today. Is there some significance to the number eight? Because I just tried to search on Google and it definitely 
the number eight has significance to the internet. What's it mean to you? To the internet? Uh, specifically to baseball, you mean? At any sport. It seems like eight's a very popular jersey number. Uh, well, so for this, it's funny you ask because like in, in, in baseball specifically, anytime you, not in Germany, however, but if you go to any team, uh, the single digit numbers are the ones that people want the most. So like so much so that if you want, if you were to play for the Yankees, which I probably won't, probably not now, you can't get all the single digits are retired. It's just not a thing. And so when I came, I've always been number eight my whole life. And then I came to uh, uh, the, the team here in Germany like t- 10 years ago. And kind of as a joke, I said, well, I have number eight. And they said, yeah, no problem. Because all the guys here want number 75 and like these stupid numbers that you would never wear. Uh, but they love them for some reason. So much so that when when it came time to order new jerseys, I just wouldn't order. Them. I was in charge of ordering them. I said, "No, you guys, you can't have number ninety eight. That's that's stupid. Here's number five. Like, wear that." Um, and so that's why. So I, I I've always been number eight. Um, do you, does anybody know the big baseball number? Like the number one number? I guess it's not ninety eight. It's not ninety eight. No, it might be now. Now it could be. Uh, Aaron Judge ruined it with 99, but uh, no, number nine is the big, the big baseball number. That's like Ted Williams, Roger Mayer, like all the, like the great hitters. Uh, But number eight also, obviously good. Um, Why does the internet say number eight is a big number? Well, it looks like fair amount of baseball players, Cal Ripken, Jr., Mm -hmm. um, Yogi Berra, few names that I can't pronounce. Carl Yastrzemski. Um, he's on there, yeah. Yep. <laughs> that's that's how you say that one. Um, well, the Yaz. You can just call him the Yaz. The Yaz. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Willie, Willie Stargell. Willie Stargell, Stargell. yeah. They're, they're from, I'd have to ask my how to pronounce that. She's from Pittsburgh. It's, it's probably a lot different. Yeah. Uh, and then in hockey, Andre candy, Dawson. Andre Dawson, the Hawk, were number eight. Yeah. So anytime you get a single digit number, and um, that's the big deal. And so that's why my son wears it. And so we we took this uh, the the shot. So uh, the weird fact about this: uh, this is actually the white background. Is that actually I replaced it? I ended up replacing the background. That's that's a composite. Um, I originally shot it in front of I I we just put a movie theater in downstairs. And my thinking was the screen would double as a white background. So that's going to make my life way easier. And it did, except it's good for headshots. It's that, this doesn't fill the entire wall. And so I ended up having to replace a little bit of the background uh, in Photoshop. Um, and the, the moire, is that how you pronounce it? Moire? More, more. The moire pattern on the, the jerseys. I've never seen that before. And I don't know why it's showing up on a, uh, a still video. I get, but never seen it show up on a, a still before. You can get yeah. rid of it in uh, Lightroom there's by doing. Setting. Is there a, a setting I can just click on and get rid yeah, of it? There's actually a setting for Moray. Are those double layer jerseys, uh, or are they single layer? They're single layered. Um, Cause I've seen that happen on double layer stuff. Uh, it's, it's like a white inside and like a, 
outside. I I I need to make sure that I'm still recording, guys. Are we, are we still doing it? No, we're still re- we're still recording. Okay, yeah. carry on. Is uh, um was it shot with black and white in mind? It looks good. It looks great in black and white. Uh it wasn't. I was going. I well, I originally thought black and white, and then I thought, and then I thought, oh, the color will look good, but. I've played a, a number of seasons more than my son, and so my jersey is a little bit faded. <laughs> and so in color, you can tell. I actually can probably tell here like a little bit different as well. Um, but it just it really really stood out in 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 color. Uh, and the other little fun fact you can see the end of my bat is I I, I caught one off the end and caved it in a little bit. Um, but this is my last ash bat, even though they come from your neck of the woods, Scott. Uh, but I don't think there's any more ash trees. So this is kind of a big deal that like they don't make any more ash bats. So if uh, you have a source, a ton of them still. Sorry. Yeah. You, you can easily get them. I just got a couple uh, bat blanks from a place in Maine. They've got tons of ash. What's the name of the place in Maine? Mainebillets.com. Okay, because I'm a buddy on my team. He he works. They he, they have a bat company in Maine. Ah, what's the name? Lacasse Lacasse Bats. And that's where they get his his bullets from. So maybe maybe they are they are maybe you can still find the blanks. Um, yeah, everyone's chopping down their ash trees now because of the beetles. So there's actually an excess of ash at the moment. Thanks, Yoko. Uh, the uh, yeah, that's what that's what I hear about. So a lot of guys are are swinging the 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 beach. Uh, they swing the beach over here, which I don't know if you anybody cares about bats, but they're terrible. Can't stand them. Um, and maple got big because of Barry Bonds, not number eight, number twenty five. And uh, anyway, so this is my last one. I actually have a couple of 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 potential blanks in my attic. Uh, my father in law cut down a, a large ash tree. And rather than split it for firewood, I kept a bunch of them. I'm drying them out in my attic, so I might make my own. So that'll be the next hobby shot. That'd be so fun. We'll see. I will see if I when if I do it, how much how much I'll actually want to swing them because I just broke a bat last week. I had I had two ash bats. Broke a bat last week. RBI single, so it was okay. Died a hero, but uh, um, I once I make them, will I want to swing them? Like that's too much effort. Uh, to put in and actually break them. So, uh, and the last thing don't about this, so sh- much cork. <laughs> I don't think the cork actually works, despite what they tell you. Uh, so, um, and last thing about this, what what I what was really fun and easy to do with 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 this shot was I controlled it with the app on my phone, which is just out of frame. So it's really quite cool, especially with your back turned to the camera, you can see the image uh, before you take it. With the the R six and the the uh, Wi Fi con- connectivity, um, it's pretty handy to be able to snap this uh, on our own. So that sounds cool. But if you could see it, why didn't you tell your son to rig in his wing so that you'd have the symmetry? His yeah, right arm it is. is way out there. It ruined the symmetry. Oh, unless that was what you wanted, which would be you could also say that that you know he's he's different because he's younger. Yeah, well, he doesn't know how to be cool yet. Uh, that's his issue. Um, 
I noticed that a lot. Like there's those little things that they, he just doesn't know how to hold the bat. I, I think for that. Yeah. Uh, I can tell, I can tell with the kids, uh, you know, I can show them how to play baseball, but after a while they have to know how to sort of be the game. Like how do you conduct yourself in, in the on deck circle or, or little, those little bits of the game that if you grew up playing it, you'd kind of know, but uh, not in this case. So you're right. I noticed that um, afterwards. And he also couldn't wait to be done and get out of the house. So it's like, all right, there's that. So anyway, that's enough of ours. Let's get on to the good stuff. Uh, in no particular order, Scott, I grabbed yours first. So let's have a look at, at yours, bird photography. No surprise. Uh, I was surprised that you still had a power shot. Yeah, that's that's Chris. I, I dug it out from a closet, um, figured it would, you know, it would survive a little collateral damage since it hasn't been turned on in a few years. So it could it could take whatever the subjects were going to bring to it. Okay. And what did they bring to it? Just character, you know, nothing, nothing from above. Um, no pot shots in the air or the trees. So that was that was good. Okay. They remained unscathed. So let, let's let's go around the horn with uh, with everybody else. What does everyone else think of this this shot? And remember, Scott's listening. I'll start. I'll start. His uh, your your horizons off, or your so your bird might be crooked or something. But I love the fact that that you've preconceptualized this and set it up and sat out in your backyard for a long time to get it. Oh, oh, you're a bird whisperer. <laughs> oh, no, it was definitely what Roger said. I, I parked it under a blind and sat there for an hour. Wow. Thinking and, and hoping. Yeah, yeah I kind of, you know, holding holding the camera like your son holds the bat, like it gets tiring when you get older. So I, mm -hmm. I have to do a monopod next time. There do you, you go. Do you have a monopod? I do. Okay, they're overrated. I think once you get to a point, I guess I guess you you need one. Um, I have one. I, I use it zero times. Yeah, I use I, mine all the time. See, I wasn't even thinking that this was skewed. I just thought that the wood everything was sitting on was crooked, and this camera and that, was straight. That's true. It is. Um, I I put the the full frame uh, on the next series, but yeah, that palette in my backyard is crooked. So I thought about it. Um, I figured if I straightened it just for the image, it might look weird um, just because there's multi-layers to the palette and and it would have maybe skewed the perspective a little bit if I did that. So I just kept it natural and, you know, as, as Roger pointed out, it does look crooked, but I assure you it's not from well, a photography and perspective, and if, you perspective. Had, and if you had skewed it counterclockwise, the bird would have been at an angle instead of the camera and the palette. Right. And the camera's kind of leaning back a little. I have a small wood piece, just a, you know, a cutoff piece that I had laying around just to keep the camera balanced. It's not standing on its own. So even the camera's tilting back a little bit, but it's, it's hard to notice. Yeah. Now that you mentioned it, the bird is clearly compensating for the, for the tilt. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I have no problem. Come on, Roger. You're being a little harsh now with the, with the horizon. I like it. I'm not really griping. I'm just trying to be Adam. <laughs> <laughs> point out every minor detail 
uh, yeah. a lot of the colours and the textures on the bird have come out really well, and and sort of with the with the palette on there. Um, and I'm surprised the um, the Canon hasn't overexposed with it being a reflective surface. So ten out of ten for getting everything in balance. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. it was underexposed on the subject just to prevent the metallic camera to be blown out. Hmm. Underexposed and then brought up in, in Lightroom. Yep. I used a mask. Um, you know, the background is, is basically what it was for exposure. Um, the palette, the bird the camera all adjusted. And actually that's not true. I left the camera out of the exposure and I increased the exposure and some of the brightness, um, to taste, um, on the palette and the bird. All right. Now you posted the, I didn't include all the pictures. You posted the, I think two more in the series yep. is that like behind the scenes. So I do encourage everyone to go and look while we still are using Instagram. This is the last time, um, but go check out the behind the scenes. So you went, you went a little bit wider and then, then you showed how you did this. If I remember correctly. Yeah. So let's uh, let me try and make conversion. That's about meters away. The 100 to 500 lens at 500 mil. And I'm still grabbing maybe a meter's worth of, of palette and uh, like people think like they see the lens that are like 500 millimeters like that's huge still not a ton of reach if i went out there with binoculars i've got much closer to the subject visually than i would with the lens so still some heavy cropping there just that really close shot unless i did what what you did alan like i set up set up the camera on a tripod i walk i get it close you know i adjust the for focal length and distance um, and I do a remote trigger on it. Mm -hmm. And how did you get the the bird to to land there? Is it just sit and wait? We got seeds. What, what, how, how do we do this? So I see that shot or that spot almost every night. Um, so I knew that the wrens were going to be there. Um, there's usually two of them, and it was just by luck that at about seven p.m. Um, my time that one came over and it worked its way over to the camera and it was curious about it and i got a few you know more than a few shots um but the one with the the bird just facing the camera my camera lens looking towards us was the shot picked um so so kind of a bit of luck there all right well you, you make your own luck typically yeah so all right well done uh so next up well everyone's right here Next up is yours, Mark. I, I this is, again random order. I just happen to catch them on on Instagram. Um, do, do you want me to read your, your your hacking and bashing and making mostly things for the workshop? If the floor is not straight, it doesn't matter if the workshop legs are. I know what that's like. Actually, I I, I do the exact same thing. I'm like, yeah, you're fine. Don't worry about it. Uh, I have to say, Mark, that that this image is a little plain. Oh, oh. <laughs> Oh, Zing. <laughs> yeah, so a, a relatively lazy effort, but the um, in the workshop, great big window at the back of the workbench, you can see the light sort of um, blowing out in the back. But there was some nice sunlight coming through. Um, I, I, did, I love all the tones of the stuff anyway, so probably could have done with some editing. There is precisely zero on it, but... Uh, yeah, kind of, kind of tried a few different compositions, and this this one felt like the best. Well, don't fall on your just yet. I just I 
use the pun because it was right there. I love the image. <laughs> the the focus is exactly what it used to be. I like the muted tone. I like the warmth. That you know the wood shavings are are paper thin, and you can see all that detail. It's it's great. Um, certainly an old Stanley, a lot of character, a lot of texture in, in the image, you know, it all, it all comes together well, like rule a third, like my eye goes straight to that. And then it gets to explore back to what's blurred out. I get to see the, uh, warranted, you know, some of the text that's still in razor sharp, this blurs out. I mean, it's, it's a great shot. Thank Bonus you. marks, uh, Scott, if you know what kind of a plane that is. The number or the mm. type. Because I hope I it's a jack either. plane. Is it a jack plane? Uh, well, a, a number four to me, which I think is a jack plane. Okay. No, number five is a jack. Uh, four is um, smoothing. I think smoothing depends on the placement of the. Um, the it is a head, smoothing plane. Yeah, okay. I mean. It, it, it makes rough wood smooth, I guess. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm no expert, and it was a second hand, so it's a bit beat up. But uh, yeah, a black plane, I think, is a four. Okay, there you go. See, yeah. I but five is a jack, I think. We're gonna yep. call this episode "What Dads Talk About." Uh, <laughs> this is this is great. It does look a lot smaller than the one I used in grade eight, so. Uh, which is where I learned what a jack plane was. And I don't even own a plane right now, which is crazy. I've, I, I, I need to, I don't, I don't even have a vice on my, on my, uh, bench. Um, uh, doesn't come up as much, but something I do need. Do you do a lot of, of handwork, Mark? Pretty much exclusively. Yeah. Cause it, it's more for the enjoyment because I, I spend all day on a laptop. So, um, mm -hmm. Plus, I get to practice my first aid um, when I'm inevitably slapping <laughs> my fingers up. Um, so yeah, and and it's just the space and the noise and everything with the with the machine. So yeah, mostly mostly handwood working. And what kind of stuff do you build? Nothing that exists in the house. Um, it's all been built the workbench from scratch. Um, I built a bench for the lathe, and then mostly just. Just boxes and practicing dovetails. Um, I don't do as much as I should because um, girlfriend demands attention, dog needs walking, all those kind of things. But right. uh, I mean, I don't have any kids, so I don't know how you guys cope. But uh... <laughs> it's yeah, getting. I haven't built anything in a while, actually. But uh, next is the bathroom. We're, I'm building different things. If I take a, a, a smoothing plane up and try to build a bathroom, I'm going to be in big trouble. But uh, so that's a separate separate thing, and you're right. Having having power tools in the basement not that fun. A lot of dust issues. Mm. Um, how do how do you get around? I mean, spoiler alert: yours is gonna, Joe is going to be uh, a work project as well. How do you get around the the dust? You're in the garage, right? Yes. Uh, usually, I just open up the doors. I'll pull my most of my tools out to the driveway, and just let it blow all over the neighbors' cars. <laughs> you're that guy. <laughs> I, I do uh, put a dust collector on it, but I do it outside, so I don't have to worry about the dust. Yeah, that's the dream is to have. Um, it's like when I grew, I grew up. We had a two car garage out in the backyard, and my dad had a full shop out there. Uh, I did not participate because I wanted to do stuff with my friends instead. Uh, wish I had. Like that's one of my biggest regrets is having that that massive workshop out. Like my dad had all the tools, everything you needed, um, a table saw without a riving knife, just 
go ahead. No problem. Um, but I never really did it. And then, and then now here I, you know, I have a decent sized basement, but dust is an issue. Um, that's where COVID came in handy. Cause now I have a whole bunch of, of, uh, those, the N95 masks, which come in handy for dust turns out. Mm. I, so, I will say also power tools terrify me. So, um, anything that moves that fast should, uh, shouldn't be around for too long a period of time. So, okay. They, they, it, my table saw, uh, my table saw scared me for the first month. Um, and now I just respect it, but my router table scares me to this day. (laughs) Uh, that one is just, there is no safety at all. It is just spinning. There you go. I can't believe I still have fingers, knock on wood. So I hear exactly what you're saying. Uh, overall, great. Close call. I had a close call last month with my table saw. Oh, no. So, uh, yeah, what? I was uh, cutting some real thin strips and my workpiece was getting pretty narrow. You know, I was using, you know, push block to push it through and letting the saw blade cut through the push block, but it got pinched between the blade and the fence. And all of a sudden I didn't have a push block in my hand and it hit the cabinets like 30 feet behind me. Oh, wow. But luckily I was pushing forward more than down. So my hands didn't come near it, but, uh, packed that saw away and now I've got a saw stop. You got a saw stop. I did. Oh, that's, that's smart. So I don't, they, they don't, they don't have them here. I can't get a saw stop. That's weird because Festool owns them. Festool owns them and they make a a version of them, but they don't make the actual like I, I I can't I cannot find an actual saw stop table saw. Like there's there's one version that you can't really I'm not sure what it is, but uh in general, no, it's not a thing here. I know Bosch, my buddy works for Bosch, the other Scott. He uh he said they 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 were making them, but they had their patent crushed because of Festool bought Sawstop. And again, more stuff dads talk about, but uh I would would they're about four times the price, right? Uh yeah. Worth the money. Yeah. After that little scare, I was like, it's worth it. For sure, for sure. Uh the guy, the guy I got all a lot of one of the guys I got my advice from, um, He's a friend of mine back home. He's a he's a uh, a shop teacher, and uh, he has eight fingers. So, on each hand or total? Total, yeah, total. He, he one of them was a table saw where he just lost it on the table saw. He's the shop teacher, so that's excellent. So, I thought we only had eight fingers. Uh, okay, so including thumbs, I gotcha. Uh, so he has six fingers. <laughs> Anyways, he's a Simpsons character. He is. He is. So overall, anyways, great shot. I do. I do. I do love these old tools. And this is probably, you probably didn't buy this Jack, this Jack, but this plane new, did you? No, no, no. So it would, these, these things that are handed down, not only are they great tools, but they also make for great, great f- subjects for photos too. So yes, well done. All right. Next up is Marimal. Not his real name. I don't. You guys. You guys must know his actual name, right? I'm not going to give it out on the air. That's 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 highly secret. But Marimal 97, maybe not a hobby, but a pastime. Is there a difference? Not in my mind. No, no. And that is he really enjoys travel. 
so a trip to the northern England city of Durham near you? Other side, I mean, relative to the US, every everywhere is near me, but um, yeah, other side of the country, about three hours. Okay, but on the wrong side of the road. Yeah. Right. Uh, not as confusing as I thought the first time I drove on the, on the wrong, on the other side, I thought I'm going to like, I'm, I, I, I had to go pick up actually to pick up Adam Carolla from the airport. And I was like, yeah, no problem. And I was like, I was pretty nervous cause he's a car guy. And, uh, I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to kill somebody. And, uh, plus he doesn't get insurance on, on, on rental cars. His policy is don't smash up. And so a lot of pressure, but it did not, didn't, didn't hit anything. Yeah, Although, I, so I drove the US last year. Um, not as bad as I thought, but you got a lot of space to practice before things get dicey. That's true. That was the big thing driving around the, the south of England, like the uh, near Chichester. Everything is just like narrow. Um, <laughs> and the the one thing that is confusing to those of you who have driven uh, there is the shifter being on the in the left hand. That's that's obviously difficult. But it still starts like it's one, the first gear is still in the same position. Yes, you're shifting into yourself instead of instead of away. So there you go. Next time you're in England, do that. So all right, uh, he saw these boats moored up on the side of the river. The river where? Okay, which runs through the city. Scott, I bet you really like how the boats separate the cement and water. You're a monster. How did mm. you know? I do. I do. It's, it's a you know, nice transition. You have all the warm wood. You can have the symmetry, even though it, it kind of bends and bows it. Um, it's just, it's calm. It's, it's pleasing to look at. I would wholeheartedly agree. I think it's, I think it's a great shot. And, uh, he, he's traveling all the time. Um, we never know where he's at in the group. Um, we're always asking where's where he is, and uh, he get to he gets to some good spots. I, I I'm jealous. I had ten years where I did over a hundred thousand miles air miles every year, um, but he travels more than I do now. Has yeah, been been the tubing in a couple times. I'll tell you that. Um... Uh, so this reminded me of actually of, of tubing, except for these slightly different boats. And they all look identical as if they're in the exact same shape or built the exact same week. Uh, none really worn out more than the other. Maybe it's a rental place or something. I assume it would be, but uh, the fact that they're all they're all in identical shape. So that's really uh, quite cool and great, great perspective of of, of choosing this because I, I, I that's the, one of the big things here here in in Tubingen is the uh, the the gondola boats, the Stockerkon they call them, um, and how do you shoot those and how do you make them look cool and this is pretty much like this you kind of get a, a, a cool perspective. So, what are they called over there? Uh, the Stockerkon okay. is the like the like the Italian like, like- gondola boats. Oh, I like the seventies uh rock band. That's what I thought. Shaka Khan. <laughs> oh, Shaka Khan, that's right. I never thought of that. Uh-huh. Yeah, that very, very famous in tubing in the the Shaka Khan boats. Um all right. Next up we have Frank Pang. No, no, no caption this week, just airplanes. 
I have so many questions. I mean, in, in my in my head, I'd like to think this hobby is flying um, information in these biplanes, and he somehow remote triggered his camera from the ground while he's flying the plane. <laughs> okay, I'll get I'll get I'll get Adam to ask him. Oh, Adam's never met him. Lives down the street from the guy. But well, uh, Adam might be in one of those planes. That's why he's not here, right? No way, no way. Adam's leaving the ground. Not an adventure. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I, I'm assuming this. Oh, oh, I know what this was. Okay, now I'm seeing the hashtags. Yeah, this was this was this was the ones he chose. The boundary, I had the Boundary Bay Air Show. Big. There's a big air show in in Vancouver called the Abbotsford Air Show. Um, you're not going to Google any of this, but there's one right nearby, right on the uh, U.S. Canadian border, which like, we live very well, not me anymore, but w- where we grew up, very close to America, like 20 minutes away. Um, and so right on the border is uh, a very small airport. And they had a, they did have a big air show, but all kinds of like, I think there was like F-18s and a whole bunch of of, of and helicopters and whatnot, he chose the biplane, the three biplanes. I have no three answer for you. Magic, three is the magic number, supposedly, in photography. You always want groups of three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, All right. Good leading lines, you know, the trails either take you to the planes or away from the planes, depending on how you approach it. But, you know, it's a good, good use of symmetry, and I definitely like the lines and, and the composition. Of course, you know, I wouldn't expect anything less from Frank. No, Frank, perennial, perennial all-star, uh, for sure. Uh, he may just be AI. I'm not sure. At this point, he might be. This is the thing. I, but I'm wondering why he didn't just – I have seen – I saw somebody else's photos from this event, and with all the helicopters and whatnot, I'm, I'm wondering why he picked these. But they, they do look pretty cool uh, with the smoke and whatnot. I, th- I think seeing three – is good because sometimes they can aircraft can look a bit lonely in a photograph when it's just the one of them. And whilst the other ones make more noise and can be more exciting to watch, I think these are prettier to look at, definitely. That's a good point. Uh, could go for a Spitfire though, if I'm going to keep it local. Yeah, saw one on Friday actually. Oh, no, yeah, still- yeah, yeah. I was at an air show myself on Friday, but uh, wrong gear to capture anything that looked like a good photograph. Uh Spitfire at uh Lancasters. So tell you what, I'll post something on Instagram and tag you a Lancaster flying around. Yeah. Yeah. There's like so two of been, them in the world. Yeah, because one the other one lives in Canada, does it not? I think so. Yeah. Cause I think they had a meetup uh a few couple of years ago. Um for the Dambusters celebration or something. So they were flying together over in Germany, actually, which I'm sure it was in Germany, which felt a little bit on the nose, but... Uh, <laughs> like 70 years late. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, that was the, that was the, one of the, one of the things being down in, in the South of England at the, at the, at the Goodwood, they have all the air, uh, the air show as well and seeing all the yeah. spitfires and, and, uh, and they were they were taking people up for a ride. They were they you, you could go for a ride in one of the very few trainer Spitfires, the dual seaters. Um, oh, nice. I think it was about a thousand pounds for like fifteen minutes or something like that. 
which was not out of my price range at that point. But I've been told, and I haven't seen it, but there's a guy right, right around here who has one of the very few trainer P51 Mustangs. Um, yeah. And he was, a few years ago, like 10 years ago, he was charging 500 euros for, for 15 minutes. So I was like, I kind of want to do that once. If anybody tells you photography is an expensive hobby, I would point them at anybody who does aviation as a hobby. <laughs> yeah. 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 There's a reason like one of the, the very few P-51s is owned by Tom Cruise. So mm. yeah, that was his in, in the, in the Top Gun uh, sequel. That was his P-51. Mm. Yeah, Again, what dads talk about. All right, next up. Oh, look at this one, Roger. Yeah, hey, look, I I shoot, I mean, if you follow me, I shoot a lot of races. Um, get invited. I shoot mostly sports car and NASCAR. Um, and I got invited to a local local track that gave me a pit pass. Um, and I'm wandering around and I see these little teeny, they're called mini cups. I had never seen them before. Um, but I don't, I don't shoot a lot at the local racetracks and, um, it's not a great shot, but I couldn't believe how small this little thing was. And they still go over 70 miles an hour. So okay. that's, that's what it is. And there's a second shot with his helper, uh, girlfriend, wife, friend, I don't know, standing next to it and you get a better feeling for the scale, but I don't even know how that guy got in there. Well, I didn't notice it when I, when I went through for the first time. I scrolled through and said, "Oh yeah, okay, great car. I know you shoot car races, and and this is that." And then I I looked at the the guy in it. And I thought it's huge. Uh, yeah, I had, had had to read it. Yeah, I had some of them on the track, but it didn't. The scale did. You know, they just looked like regular race cars, regular NASCAR race cars. Right. But when you see them behind the uh, behind the regular vehicle, you know, that's sitting out there, the pace car. Um, it doesn't even come up to the bumper, the back bumper on these things. These things are basically go-karts with skins. Right. Um, and, but like I said, they go over 70 miles an hour and they were hauling around that track. And they don't have a, a, a pace car of the same size. No, they have a pace car, a real pace car, because at, at these local tracks, you've got all kinds of different classes. You've got modifieds. You got the super stocks, you know, you got different classes of cars. So the pace car there is, um, is a regular car. Okay. Uh, so yeah, you're right. It's, it's, it's a very, you know, basic photo, but really cool. I've never heard of these before. Um, quite cool. Anybody else? I've, it's great context, like a behind the scenes shot. Cause I think like you say, um, seeing them on the track side by side, you wouldn't maybe some details on the grill that you may be thinking mm, it's not maybe a, a, a real full car, but um, although maybe seeing his face pressed up against the, uh, the windshield might, uh, might give it away, but no, I think it's great contact shot. Yeah. Like a Mr. Background. I imagine at these places either. So. Yeah, it, there's, this is like in the middle of the pits. They're getting set up. There's not much time. Um, I know it's not a great shot, but I was like, it, it was interesting to me because, like I said, I've never seen these before, and I bet I've been to 100 races. Um, it was pretty cool to see them out on the track. Nice. All right, next up, Joe. 
Yours is the video, but I just have a screen grab here. I encourage people to go check out the video, though. Yeah, I kind of phoned mine in. I'm still still kind of in my photography slump, uh, not doing a lot of shooting. But uh, this was me doing some experimenting with uh, some woodworking and whiskey, making a, a whiskey smoker and trying it out. And uh worked way better than I thought it would. All the smoke just drops down into the glass. And it was pretty cool. Now, I've seen a few of these videos online, the how-to or the guys making them and making their own custom ones that they then sell uh is this how did you follow somebody online or just had some plans how'd you get to this uh, i got this off of build that build uh he's got an instagram and youtube channel and he did one he did an episode on this and uh it's actually super easy to make it's you know you just take a dowel and cut a hole in a piece of wood and you know just uh put a hole in the dowel glue it all together and then use a little whiskey flask and a uh, smoking grill. Uh, so that way all the, the wood doesn't drop down into your whiskey, but uh, mm -hmm. all the smoke does. So Is this like really happy in like the, 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 the taps and the sinks where you go up and steal the screen out of. No, this is actually, um, I think it's made for uh, like bongs and stuff like that. Because uh, that's what I was talking getting at. Some, yeah, talking to some people that uh, I shared that with, they weren't able to buy it in their state. It was actually banned on Amazon to be delivered to their state. So yeah, yeah, that's with the old uh, we cut the bottom out of the two liter bottle. Anyways, that's a whole other episode. <laughs> Not for my kids, although uh, different times. Um, and so, how how does it like how how does it taste? Uh, so I was really happy with the taste. Uh, this is just some oak that I had on hand, um, ran it through the planer to get the chips and, uh, it was really mellow. And some people I've heard complain about smoked whiskey, kind of like drinking a campfire. It gets too overpowering, but mm -hmm. this was really mellow and the whiskey I was using was a little harsh and it definitely took the edge off. So is this sacrilege Mark? No, drink it however you enjoy it it's, uh, <laughs> and it's, what was the whiskey then i was a uh, local whiskey uh lost ark oh okay, actually so. uh, they they specialize in rum but they also make some whiskey okay so now, I, I, I understand much better i understand england isn't scotland i i know but it's <laughs> it's you know it's all the same up there for 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 whiskey i you um, i i was saying is the, is the, the british tend to know no matter so where you're from at a distillery tour a gentleman in the kilt i said what's the optimal way and he said however you enjoy it i like mine with water if you want it with coke fine it's up to you <laughs> so, so I, I probably wouldn't do this with you know like hundred dollar or 300 or whatever dollar a bottle of whiskey this was not bad so uh you know the this the smoke takes the edge off a little bit okay and have you tried this with your buddies yet? Have you shown them? Yeah. Yeah. I've uh, actually broke it out last night with the family, made a bunch of smoked whiskeys, and everyone loved them. All right. So this is everyone's getting one for Christmas is what you're telling me. Quite possibly, yeah. That what I will say, Joe, is if you get out of your funk, I can see this in a fully stylized product with the smoke coming through, the fire flashes on it, and all the rest of it. I think... Um, 
when you start selling these online and uh, working for yourself. Yeah, I think that would look really cool. Yeah, I agree, Mark. And not, you know, dark background, good lighting, nice slow shutter speed, you know, almost like what's in picture now, but just, you know, like you said, stylized. Do for that local distillery, you might get some free whiskey out of it. Who knows? Yeah, I, it has crossed my mind. You know, once I get the process down and make them a little nicer of uh, trying to do something like that. Oh, they they look really cool, and then in the video does look really. The effect looks really cool uh, in the full video. So I urge everyone to go check that out on Joe's uh, Instagram. All right, last one before we wrap this up. This is uh, who else but Kenneth. Everyone's playing for second place, always with Kenneth Skalevic in the in the in the crowd. Uh, street basket is one of his son's biggest joys. They have that in in where it's not Denmark, it's uh, Sweden. Where's he from? I thought he, he's one of the Scandinavians. I thought he was Norway. Yes, it could be Norway. I forget now. Yeah. I block it out because his photos are so good. So he can spend hours with his friends or alone throwing balls into the basket. Uh, and yeah, this is that. Uh, basketball. Look at that location. <laughs> yeah, you know, it, it almost, at first I thought it was basketball on the back of an aircraft carrier or, or something to that effect because just being that close to the water kind of threw me off for a second until I, until I started to process the image. I saw the basketball, then I what looked like tarmac like well where is this really and it's just on a on a coast now if you miss the shot hey, that's going to be a problem but it, it looks it looks super cool i i would definitely love to to shoot some hoops at a place like this yeah you wouldn't want me playing there if you'd, you'd lose everything yeah same i concur yeah my, my son got a, a basketball hoop for for his birthday and uh so we put that up and just reaffirmed that I am not good at that. And uh, I would, yeah, I would, I would lose a ball every, every time here, but uh, what, I mean, it's amazing. Obviously the composition is fantastic. The fact that they have that, they have the, the is it, I guess, four one-on-one half court hoops there. Looks that way. Pretty cool. Different heights. You can choose Actually, I'm height. wondering if that rotates and you pick the height of the, the basket for your court. Oh, could be. Could be. They do everything better. Scandinavia. This is definitely brought to you by IKEA for sure. Um <laughs> but look at but look at the light on his son's face. What's happening there? Is there some reflection coming? There's no way he lit this. Or did he? I mean, it is Kenneth, right? Yeah. Yeah. He he definitely doesn't phone it in, that's for sure. Uh, because you're right. It looks like coming over over his son's back left shoulder is is where the light is because you can see the long shadows. It must be sunset or, or sunrise, but it, it's exactly what you said, Alan. His face has light on it, so something's happening here. I think that was done in post because nothing on his coat is lit. It's a little tiny bit, but nothing that would have screamed it to me. So it, yeah. it could be in post. It, it Either way, it's well done. Um you know, obviously, we're looking at a smaller version uh, of this because uh, of Instagram, but uh, and also choosing this to be black and white when it's probably really cool colors um, and still looks awesome in black and white. Yeah, I, I like the choice to go in black and white. It really 
contrast the detail of of the four who you know the the concept of his his son on the court i kind of wonder if having color the sky the the mountains in the back water would would kind of muddy this picture a little bit and and black and white really made it pop really made his son stand out i like if you couldn't tell yeah indeed indeed no I, this is this is uh this is fantastic as as usual uh needed like a white men can't jump sequel filmed here <laughs> something like that which I, I joke about but i just realized i think they're, they're actually remaking that movie right now or it's coming out so there you go never mind all right that's the challenges for for uh august thank you mark for for issuing that challenge uh, I'm going to throw out the one for for oh wait for August. That was for July. This is August now. Get very confused. Uh, the challenge for August will be issued by myself right now, and that's your holiday picks. Most people should be on holiday, or at least for the weekend. Hopefully, um, maybe summer comes back to Europe. We'll find out. Stay tuned. Uh, I, for one, will be going on, on a holiday. So snap, throw up a holiday pick. Throw it on, but by, by by next week, the 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 new Flickr uh, channel will be announced. We'll we'll stick with Flickr for now because Instagram has abandoned us. If we didn't get to your photos because you didn't tag us, uh, even still, just mentioning us in the comments makes it weird for Instagram as well. So I managed to find, I think, hopefully everybody. Um, but if I missed you, I'm sorry, but really it's Mark Zuckerberg's fault directly. So we'll get that info up. Uh, I want to say thanks to you guys for taking time out of your, your day to, 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 to join us here in Adam's absence. Um, websites, this is the part where you throw it up. We, Roger, let's start with you. Where can people find you? Um, right now, I'm only on the pretty much on the business channel, Biotrek Adventure Travels. Dot com um, and on Instagram at uh, Roger underscore Dolman. Check them out. Joe, where can we buy the whiskey smokers? <laughs> Not for sale yet. Still working out, trying to drill a straight hole. But uh, I'm on the JC Russo on Instagram. All right. Mark? Yeah, same. Just on Instagram at the Donkey Lasher. Um, so working on a website, but taking time. Okay. And Scott? You can find me on most social media at Uproi, uh, mostly Instagram on X thing. Um, I'll, I'll post some deviance in the scenes, but yeah, Instagram's the, the main place. All right. And uh, as usual, you can find my stuff at alanatridge.com if you want to see some pictures from the early 2000s. Holtzfelderwoodworking.com. Uh, There'll be something new up very soon. And uh, but the both of us at twohosers.com, where you can go to find all the links, the photos, everything we just talked about. And that's it until next week. Get out there and make better photos. Mm-hmm.